Hey everyone, welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about the art of negotiation or letting go. Actually, both. So in the last episode, I mentioned I would talk about the moving process that I had this past month because baby, it's a lot. I realized I've never really moved before. Well, that's not true. I've moved to new places. I just have never really packed before. What do I mean by that? Well, for college, I just brought bags of clothes with me. Everything else was already there. Then I moved back home. Then when I moved in with roommates, but it's not like I had furniture I was bringing with me with my roommates. And this was my first apartment. So again, I just packed clothes. (laughs) We bought furniture and had it delivered there. Then a few years ago, when I was moving into my own apartment, I brought my bedroom, but didn't want or need the furniture from the common spaces, like our couch or our kitchen stuff. We had been there for 10 years, so I wanted something new. So really, again, I just kind of brought my bedroom furniture. And that's probably the most I've ever done before. But still, that was minimal packing compared to what I just went through this month. I packed my whole apartment in three to four weeks. First of all, when did I buy all this stuff? I felt like every time I packed one box, more stuff appeared in the apartment. So after about a week of doing it, something came over me and I got the urge to just start over. Sell everything. Well, mostly everything. And donate too, of course. And that meant joining the online selling and buying community. Wow. (laughs) What do I have to say about that? Uh, Yeah. First, I decided to sell only things that I wouldn't need to take forever to post, right? So I was not selling clothes. Ain't nobody. Well, somebody does because people do it. But I don't have time to take a picture of every shirt, every pant, every dress, and every shoe that I wanted to sell. Maybe if I had a closet full of designer stuff, I would. But I'm not posting a sweater from Primark that can go in the donate box. Make somebody else smile for a while. So instead, I took pictures of bigger things I wanted to sell, like a table or a chair or outside furniture. Now, mind you, this is my first time doing this, so I didn't know what to expect. Luckily, my first day on the site, I sold my first item really easy. I set an outdoor uh, chair set for like $25. Someone said they wanted it. They picked it up the next day. She seemed really like a nice person. The end. So I thought, okay, this is going to be great. I'm just going to sell everything and have this a positive experience. Uh, Not. I had spoke too soon. The first time someone offered me $40 for something I posted at $100, I was like shocked. Like what? 
then I learned that's what you do here. You bargain, negotiate a better price for yourself. So with that, I learned you should price higher. So when they offer lower, you can still be closer to what you actually want to make. So for example, if you're looking to make $75 on something, maybe price it at $100. Then when someone offers you $75 for it, they feel like they won, but you kind of got what you wanted in the first place. I mean, if no one is asking about your item, then you might have to lower the price anyways until people are interested. So that was one thing I learned about negotiation, pricing. The other thing I learned with good reason, people have questions. I was selling a work chair. I was not expecting people to keep asking me about the chair's measurement. Like, girl, I don't know. It's a chair. So at first I would say, I don't have it. Then I got annoyed because it wasn't selling or nobody was really trying to um, buy it after I said, I don't know. So I did find a measuring tape and sent the info whenever somebody asked for it. One person explained she wasn't interested anymore because she was tall and the back of the chair wouldn't be comfortable given the measurements. I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I'm short, so I never thought of that. She had good reason to ask questions about something she's only seen in pictures, right? I mean, that's what's happened to me before. I love a picture online, and when I get it, I'm like, wait, what is this? That's also happened to me a couple of times on Amazon, too. But I'm glad she asked because, honestly, if she bought it and it didn't work out for her, I probably would not have accepted a return, like a refund, but I probably would have felt guilty, and I don't like conflict, so I probably would have accepted it, even though I didn't want to accept it. So note to self, next time I sell online, make a disclaimer, no refunds. So then after that, I felt less annoyed when people asked questions about things that I didn't care about, but still secretly thinking, do you want to buy this or not? <laughs> but my, I may never do this again experience. This I can't make up. Okay. It's a little bit of a longer story than my usual stories, but I have to share. It. So I was also trying to sell my TV, which I now decided not to. So maybe it was meant to be. But this girl said her toddler broke her TV that morning and I had the same one on the site and she would pay me extra if I would deliver it to her the next day. She shared her address and since I was familiar with the area, I agreed. The next morning, she DMs me in the app to confirm that she'll be ready for me later that day. So when it's time for me to head out to her, I went on the app again to let her know that I was on my way. Tell me why. The alert said this person's profile was deactivated and our entire message history was gone. Like, red flag. I thought one of three things was happening. One, it was a scam. And when I get there, she's going to say, I agreed to something I didn't agree to. And there would be no proof because the messages are gone. Like I would get there and she would say, no, I said I would pay you $10 or no, I said deliver it for free, right? But there would be no proof because the messages were gone. Or I thought it was a 
not a scam, but a setup, right? And I'm about to be kidnapped in the middle of the day in broad daylight. Or number three, maybe she came on the app for the TV, got a TV, and doesn't need the app anymore because she's waiting on me to arrive with the TV. Because I'm too nice, I thought, well, I don't want it to be number three and I don't show up, so let me still go. I sent my location to my friend and had her on speaker just in case I was being kidnapped. I get to the place and there's a broken TV in front of the door. I ring the bell and a man and a toddler open the door. I asked for the name of the person who I'd been talking to and he said, that person doesn't exist here. He said it with such a straight face, I like started questioning myself. My friend on the phone reminded me to ask about the TV at the door. And he's like, yeah, that's mine. But he didn't order a new one. And again, the person who I'm asking for doesn't live there. There's nobody there by that name, blah, blah, blah. So I'm feeling confused and really dumb at that moment about the address, the TV, the toddler at the door. I feel like I'm being like gaslit, right? And at this point, I just want to leave. So on my way out of the parking lot, I noticed the same guy that I was just talking to walking to a car that just pulled up behind me after I moved my car. And guess what he took out of this other person's car? Yes, a TV. Sir, like for real? I'm not crazy. You know why I was there. You know why I came and you just bold faced lied to me. If you didn't want your girl to purchase the TV from me anyway, because you knew someone for the hookup, just say that. Better yet, instead of having her delete her account, she could have just messaged me before I left and said, hey, never mind, we're good. Like, there's no contract between us. It would have been nothing to me, right? And I would have said, okay, thanks. Keep it moving, right? After I almost ended the whole selling process, because I was so done with it. But the next day, somebody bought something else that was bigger, more expensive, and they picked it up within an hour and it made me like excited again. It's kind of like I understand the feeling of people who gamble now, right? Like one day is a loss and the next day in minutes, you're like hundreds of dollars richer. I can see why it's addicting. (laughs) But the most important thing I learned in the selling process is letting go of things. Or rather, not keeping things just because one day you might be that kind of person. A lot of things I had that I bought over the years stuffed in a drawer or a closet were so that I had them when I became X kind of person, right? That shirt that I had for when I'm a certain weight or when I go to certain places that I actually never go to, right? Just in case I'm going to keep it. Like, seriously, this version of me in the future, I thought I should be one day. So let me buy and store this kind of stuff that that person would have. Some things were hard to let go, like my books. I love collecting books, but seriously, I had books I haven't opened in 15 years. I just had them to have them. So I definitely did the Marie Kondo thing. Netflix, if you don't know what that is. 
And I thanked my items for its time and what it brought to my life. And I told myself it was time to let it go. I'm so glad I spent the extra time and stress this month purging and selling and donating. I already don't remember the stuff that I sold or I donated, which is why I truly believe I didn't need to pack it and bring it into my next phase of life. Letting go is hard when it's attached to who you thought you were or who you thought you wanted to be. But if it's been years and that person hasn't fully taken advantage of those things, is it really something that needs to take up space in your life? And if that thing is needed in the future because you do become that person who needs it, then maybe that's the time to buy it and store it. But for now, take inventory, negotiate, and let it go. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Be willing to say goodbye to old things so you can make space for more of you kind of things. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at Pod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.